from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with the Mama Said String Band. Coming up on Red Barn Radio. Thank you. 
Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio Open Mic every Sunday evening. Located at Partner Place, just off Clays Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a nonprofit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education through oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of bluegrass, horse, and bourbon country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Good evening and welcome to Red Barn Radio. I'm Renee Collins and along with Brad Becker, we welcome you to Red Barn Radio. Tonight is our 601st live concert performance, now in our 16th broadcast season. Tonight, we are very pleased to present a program of great live music with Mama Said String Band. The band is a five-piece group from Louisville, Kentucky. Their combined musical backgrounds, spanning multiple cultures, styles, and genres, have a strong focus on vocal harmony and innovative instrumentation that creates a unique aural medley. Their musical influences are from bluegrass, folk, Americana, gospel, and R&B. Please welcome Mama Said String Band to the Red Barn stage. Songs worth all your tears. Songs worth all your tears. 
broken wings can't fly so with tears backed in my eyes i learned how to say Red Barn Radio's Brad Becker to talk with Mama Said String Band. So I am here with the Mama Said String Band, and I want to call the, the band from Louisville. I'll start talking to the, the players, and they can tell me whether that's true or not. I'm going to start from the middle and work out. Katie, did you start this band? Katie did it. No, absolutely not. I, by chance, stumbled upon these four amazing human beings, and they kind of let me mold into what they already had. Oh, nice. Okay, so it's really kind of just the opposite. Yes, exactly so. <laughs> the opposite. Did you all meet in Louisville? Uh, we actually met at a place called um, Terrapin. Uh, it's in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. My old band was playing with their old band, and we all became friends, jamming around a fire and... The rest is history. Oh, so Terrapin, like a fest the festival yes. Terrapin? Oh, yeah. all right. But you just formed in 2017, is that right? Yes. Okay. Caitlin, can you tell a little bit, talk a little bit about how, I don't know, how this kind of came together? Well, Caitlin Farmer. Addie and Steph have actually been playing music together for, honestly, since I've known them. So it's been about seven years. And me and Addie have been singing together and harmonizing together since, I mean, kind of the first day I ever met her. Huh. <laughs> uh, and then... Um, we found David about, I don't know, what, like two or three years ago, around there, like three, four years ago, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, we started actually a band called Kentucky Tuxedo. 
And we filtered through a bunch of bass players. We even put up like a Craigslist ad for it. Like we just couldn't get this perfect <laughs> bass player. It's a Craigslist. And so we kind of we kind of gave up for a second. And then this beautiful human being came into our lives. And now we are what we are. And we changed the name. And here we go. Wow. <laughs>
when it said that you formed in 2017, I was kind of expecting a less polished, rehearsed thing. And you guys have just a lot of really, a lot of intricacies in your music and neat stops and really authentic sounding songs. Do you all write the material, Caitlin? It's kind of like, if we have an idea, sometimes, you know, a lot of us already have the song completely written and then we'll bring it to the band. Um, and then there's some of us who are like, I have like half a song, but I want your input for the instrumental part. Or, you know, I mean, we kind of just take turns on it. Like, it's, it's really random, all of it is. <laughs> and sometimes we sit down and all write it together and sometimes it's very alone and we kind of just keep to ourselves until we have the finished product. Hmm. So. Do you all have an opportunity to get together to, to rehearse routinely? <laughs> Talk more about that. Adlai? Adlai. Adlai. Or Addie. Either one. What do you like? I prefer Adlai. It's just more difficult like, for people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. Well, yeah. I like Adlai a lot. Adlai Philatro. It's either, you know, we're getting together and we're learning some new covers or, um, I mean, most of the time it's like we're getting ready for a festival or a show that's coming up. We said we've only been together since 2017. So the first year was really us like getting together and polishing a set that we could play. And now we've just started to get some time some spare time to work on our originals or to be creative and practice instead of like slamming together all this stuff at the last second to try to yeah, get ready right. for said specific thing what sometimes can take sort of the magic out of it when everybody's sort of nervous oh, yeah can. right yeah <laughs> yes. when you all play floyd fest or bristol do you go there with the idea that you, you want to play mostly original tunes yeah, okay. And what kind of length sets do you get to do? Did you get to do, say, at Floyd Fest? Some of our sets were actually 30 minutes. Huh. They, we had like two 30-minute ones, an hour one, and then the 45-minute one. We had four sets. What size audience do you, do you get at Floyd Fest? The first one, it was raining, and there was no coverage. Ooh. So that, was, that wasn't the best. But other than that, uh, a couple of our sets were in the VIP tent, which, um, which is where the beer is. So <laughs> that was really fun, and everyone really enjoyed that. When the drinks are bad and everything is sad And those long, long nights are all you have And those memories never I didn't hear a word I did. 
Um, I've been a whole lot, I have seen a lot of my favorite bands there. I've seen a lot of my friends' bands there. I watched Bloodroots Barter there a long time ago when I was younger. Uh, I know that Magnolia Boulevard from Lexington is also playing there yeah. as On the Rise this year. So it's kind of a home away from home, even though it's about eight-hour travel for us. It's just a really nice place, and it's a, it's a family environment, and it's just all the good music that you could ever ask for. Um, it's good for connections. It's good for just meeting people and experiencing new things. Uh, we're all nervous, obviously, about playing main stage, but honestly, I think everybody can agree that it's a dream come true. I think that mostly the way that people describe it is uh, it's half farmers and half liberals, so, but somehow or another they find a way to meet on common grounds and make Floyd the special place that it is. As a fairly new band, uh, anybody can field this. David O'Neill has been playing fiddle tonight. How do, does a band go about, a uh, young band especially, go about landing a spot at something like Floyd or Bristol, both of which are pretty high profile kind of gigs? David O'Neill. The most important part of, of, of getting shows like that is going to shows and also meeting people. A lot of the opportunities we've gotten has been from connections that we've developed prior to being in Mama Said String Band. And I think that that has contributed in a big way to us being able to do what we do. Hmm. You were talking about the jamming at Terrapin and that kind of thing. So it's just, just networking, but mm. especially being available to stay up late and play, 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 play. And I am the grandpa. They always stay up and I always go to bed. Really? <laughs> oh, David.
Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with the Mama Said String Band. Recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more of the Mama Said String Band after this break. This is Red Barn Radio. Welcome back. Tonight, we're with the Mama Said String Band, recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. And if Mama has a problem, tell her I'll write her every day.
that helps. Um, yeah. With us, I think it's a little more than friends. I think we're more like a family, and so uh, as a family, we fight and we argue, and yeah. we all have our you know tiffs and little things, but we get over it and nobody really holds grudges the most important thing to all of us is the music so i think you know no matter what happens we all kind of go back to that and that's our priority so when you do jamming how many of you can remember sort of the first time you ever sort of sat in on a jam and what that experience was like for you that's you david okay okay they're, they're looking um, they're all looking at you I'm, so when it comes to like just doing like early jams well the way i found it it's really hard because i think it differs from person to person the way i found it, i was in college really and I would go out to the gazebos where everyone was smoking with my fiddle, and I would find that one dude that had the guitar, and he'd play Wonderwall a dozen times in a row anytime a new girl walked into the gazebo. <laughs> and I learned, I learned uh, basically how to communicate with other musicians, and you know they use a lot of terminology that you're not familiar with, especially more experienced musicians. And I think that most of the stuff that I know is probably just from being quiet and listening to other musicians play and talk about what they're doing when we're jamming, especially. If I were going to give any advice to younger musicians, I would say play with older, older, more experienced musicians, always. Mm. What it is that you learn from sort of doing improvisational things, especially with other people? I think a big part is just humility altogether. Um, uh. In order to grow, you have to admit your ignorance. You have to uh, be open to say that I'm not as good as you if I ever want to be as good as you. Especially when you're jamming with people that are really experienced. It's scary and it's nerve-wracking and you never want people to look down at your craft, something that you put so many hours and emotions into, but the reality is, is to get better is that you have to make yourself vulnerable. And yeah. I think that people see that when you play and I think that people appreciate that. So yeah. it's a tug and pull. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's a well, but it's a very welcoming musical culture, right? There's really only two genres that you get to do whatever you want in a jam session and that's bluegrass and jazz. And I feel like bluegrass, welcomes everybody, totally encourages it, young and the old, and I feel like... When you started playing, were you classically trained? Mm -hmm. uh, yes, uh, I was about eight years old, so it's been almost 18 years since I started playing fiddle. And I got into the fiddle because my dad had this fiddle song that he would always play called Rights of Man. And I just, I love that song so much and I wanted to learn it. And I think that he could tell that I really was interested in learning the fiddle. And they got me a teacher and I went to the classes every week and I didn't practice unless I wanted to play video games and then I had to practice. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's still like that. It's like a, I'm, I love video games, so I'm always like trying to balance the two things, music and them out, and music never wins. But I learned for the Suzuki method um, for about six years and then got, became an adolescent and then a teenager. And mm, as we all do. Mm -hmm. right. And I wanted, I wanted to play rock and roll and I wanted to like do my own thing and not read things off of a piece of paper. Did you want to play rock and roll with, with the violin? No, I wanted to play like uh, like angry 2000s metalcore and screamo music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did your parents approve? Of course not. No. <laughs> did, no, did maybe they, they did? Maybe they did. Was right there, there some push? Was there some pushback? Are they here tonight? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. They're here. Oh, where? There's my there's my mom and that's oh, my dad hey, right, right there. All right. Why don't I just go ahead and invite them up and we'll hear the real story? <laughs> they'll, they'll probably give you a better account. Honestly, uh, orchestra is really good experience. Personally, I love being second violin because first violin uh, has to do all this stuff up in fourth and fifth and sixth positions, and second violin gets to play the melody all the time, every time. It's awesome. It doesn't seem to me that the intricacies of the first violin part would be daunting to you. They are. 
Really? Absolutely. Huh. Yeah. Once once I get out of first and third, then it starts getting really scary. <laughs> <laughs> this sort of musical idiom was that challenging, or, or do you feel that your your classical training, especially technique, sort of serves you well in this as well? Well, if if you ask any fiddle player what I do with my wrist, it's reprehensible. It's jammed up against the neck like that, and that's just a bad technique. Um, I, I think that a lot of it, I, you know, I was raised in the church, so I had a lot of exposure to worship music, and worship music was very flowy and, you know, true, and there's like the whole idea of getting in the spirit while you play, and I think that that's honestly just like, it is the same kind of feeling as like jamming, as like, you know, getting into the feeling of whatever it is you're doing and then going based on that. The knowledge and the theory and the knowing exactly what I was doing came much later. Um, and that's only from trying very hard to play with people who knew what they were doing. Yeah, yeah.
Well, don't let it drag you under. like to thank the Mamas at String Band for being with us this evening. We also want to thank our volunteers for their help with our production each week, especially Ryan Zinka, Will Padgett, Barry Albritton, and Amanda Haynes. Thanks for listening to our webcast and watching us on Facebook Live. Also, those listening to us too on the Red Barn Network of Stations. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition of this Kentucky region and share this treasure with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on the web at eventbrite.com. Hey folks, once again, let's hear it for Mama Said String Band. All right.
like to thank the Mama Said String Band for being with us tonight. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. 
Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. The Twisted Cork, Lexington's only drive through full-service liquor store and bar. They feature craft beer, wine, and all your favorites. The Twisted Cork has live music Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday nights and hosts the Red Barn Radio Open Mic every Sunday evening. Located at Partner Place, just off Clays Mill Road. For more information, they're on the web at twistedcorklex.com. Room 17 Productions, a nonprofit organization telling the story of Professor Emeritus Sarah Holroyd and promoting music education through oral history, preservation, and live performance. For more information, Room 17 Productions is on the web at room17productions.com. The rest is history. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. Located in the heart of bluegrass, horse, and bourbon country, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Get our Red Barn Radio app by downloading Omveria in your app store. The Red Barn Radio app is powered by Omveria. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music of Kentucky. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex. Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. Hey!